developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the standard. Over the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back at a week that saw Ukraine finally get the tanks it's been hoping for, Rishi continuing to struggle with a long list of scandals, Oscar nominations, the Pope speaking out on discrimination, and Taylor Swift versus Ticketmaster. Settle in, pop on the toaster and get up to speed on everything you need to know from the week in seven minutes or so. This is the standout 7 from the Smart 7. Don't forget to hit the follow button to get your daily updates at 7am. It was another week of misery for Rishi Sunak's Tories as the list of scandals continued to grow. Tuesday saw the man at the centre of the Boris Johnson part of it insisting his appointment as BBC chairman was by the book. Richard Sharp's new job was announced just weeks after he helped the then Prime Minister Johnson secure a loan guarantor. He says there was no conflict of interest and he rejected calls to step aside. It was a highly rigorous process, I can tell you being part of it, and I'm sure that process was fully and carefully recorded so it can be minuted and, and seen whether my appointment was done on merit and I'm confident it will be seen that that was the case. The Nadim Zahawi tax row kept on rolling all week too with even Conservative MP Caroline Noakes saying he should stand aside temporarily. Sadly this looks like a sort of hangover from Prime Minister's past and I think that Nadim needs to come clean on all of the questions that are being posed. And during Prime Minister's question time Sunak was quizzed over his handling of Zahawi with many asking why he's not sacked the MP. Labour leader Sakir Starmer asked the question of whether someone who seeks to avoid tax should be in charge of tax during the grilling. A Prime Minister overseeing chaos, overwhelmed at every turn. He can't even deal with tax avoiders in his own cabinet. Is he starting to wonder if this job is just too big for him? Rishi didn't seem pleased by that, accusing Starmer of reading from prepared sheets as he then checked through his own folder and defended the fact he's appointed an independent advisor to deal with the matter. The politically expedient thing to do would be for me, would be for me to have said that this matter must have been resolved by Wednesday at noon. But I believe in proper due process. Rishi and his team headed off to Chequers on Thursday to have a group session on topics like Dominic Raab's bullying complaints, Zahawi's tax issues and probably Boris and the BBC. And if there's time at the end, maybe plan out a strategy for the next general election. Meanwhile, Sky News was somewhat startled to get a call from Sir Rod Stewart, who kindly offered to pay for cancer scans for people struggling on the NHS. He also had a few choice words for Rishi's away day crew. I personally have been a Tory for a long time, but I think this government should stand down now and give the Labour Party a go at it because this is heartbreaking for the nurses. It really is heartbreaking. In all my years of living in this country, I've never seen it so bad. Tuesday saw the Foreign Office confirm the death of two British volunteers who'd gone missing in Ukraine. Chris Parry and Andrew Bagshaw were killed whilst trying to evacuate civilians from the city of Solidar. 
A statement from Chris's family says they're extremely proud of his selfless determination to help. Meanwhile, corruption allegations led to a shake-up of senior government officials by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. The country's anti-corruption police is reportedly investigating bribes, and President Zelensky says officials could face jail. The Ukrainian cabinet of ministers has dismissed a deputy minister exposed by Ukraine's National Anti-Corruption Bureau. Law enforcers have every opportunity to conduct an investigation and bring the case to court. There was good news on the military front. After weeks of sustained international pressure, Ukraine is finally getting the tanks and heavy weaponry it'll need to hold off a Russian spring offensive. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz confirmed on Wednesday that Germany will be providing Ukraine with two battalions of Leopard 2 tanks and explains why it took so long to send aid. We are dealing here with very effective weapon systems and it is the right thing for us to never provide these weapon systems on our own, but always in close cooperation. And on Wednesday evening, Joe Biden announced that the United States will follow Germany and has plans to send 31 Abrams tanks over to the country. He's branded the tanks the most capable in the world as he addressed the nation from the White House and pledged continued support for a very grateful Vladimir Zelensky. Putin expected Europe and the United States to weaken our resolve. He expected our support for Ukraine to crumble with time. He was wrong. And he was wrong from the beginning and he continues to be wrong. We are united. That news was greeted by a new wave of Russian missile strikes, which included about 55 air and sea-based missiles and a host of Iranian Shahed drones, which left at least 11 people dead and more injured in Kiev and Odessa. President Zelensky had a visitor on Thursday as Sky News' Kate Burley made an appearance in Kyiv and asked some tough questions, including asking Vladimir what he'd do if he was offered the chance to meet Putin one-on-one. I saw the man who said one thing and then did another. Is it too late now? Too late? Not interesting. Who is he now? After full-scale invasion, for me, he's nobody. Meanwhile, NATO Secretary-General Jen Stoltenberg reiterated that the new wave of weaponry is a sign of unified support for Ukraine and that Russia has made a big mistake. Uh, President Putin uh, made at least two big mistakes, uh, strategic mistakes, when he invaded uh, Ukraine. He totally underestimated the Ukrainian, the Ukrainian armed forces, but he also underestimated NATO and uh, NATO allies and partners. The Met Police said on Wednesday that up to three officers will face charges of sexual abuse, domestic violence and misconduct every week until 2025 as they attempt to clean house and reset the culture of the organisation. In a bleak response to the ongoing investigations, Met Police Commissioner Sir Mark Rowley said he expects more scandals to emerge. You will see progress from us step by step as we chase more trust, less crime and high standards, which I'm focusing on here. But we have to prepare for more painful stories as we confront the issues that we face. Former Merseyside police officer Chantal Lunt says she doesn't believe that the police will or can rebuild trust with people. And former Met Chief Superintendent Palm Sandu said the cleansing process within the force needs to be done now. They've let in corrupt officers and and it's too easy for those officers to stay and manipulate the force so that they can get jobs working with children. But I do think that the situation is going to get worse before it gets better. A second mass shooting has taken place in Northern California just days after 11 people were killed in an attack in Monterey. 
Seven people were killed in two separate attacks in the Half Moon Bay agricultural area, just 30 miles south of San Francisco. An eighth person's been hospitalised with life-threatening injuries. The suspect, 67-year-old Asian man Chunil Zayo, was taken into custody by police shortly after the incidents occurred. Christina Corpus is the sheriff with San Mateo County. Through investigation, the suspect identified as Chung Lee Zhao, a 67-year-old Half Moon Bay resident. What we can tell you is that, um, you know, we, we know that he acted alone at this time and that, um, you know, we're working with our district attorney's office at this time to interview the suspect. Still to come on the standout seven, the U.S. Senate gets tested with Ticketmaster and Ireland celebrates as the Oscar nominations are announced. Right after this. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Welcome back. Pope Francis has said the church needs to do more to end laws that criminalise same-sex relationships. Francis has condemned countries where homosexuality is illegal as unjust and has urged bishops to welcome the LGBTQ community into Roman Catholic churches. While he still brands homosexuality a sin, he's called on religious leaders who support laws against same-sex partnerships to undergo a process of conversion and offer tenderness over ridicule. Being homosexual is not a crime. It's not a crime. Yes, it's a sin. But let us make the distinction between a sin and a crime. Ticketmaster's been getting a grilling from the US Senate over multiple software attacks that disrupted the sale of Taylor Swift's 2023 concert tickets. In a written statement, the Californian company explained how its systems had been targeted by bots used to illegally obtain tickets. Its systems couldn't cope, leaving thousands of fans disappointed they couldn't buy seats. Ticketmaster accounts for 70% of ticket sales in the United States, and Senator Richard Blumenthal criticised the company for trying to shift the blame on the singer. Ticketmaster had the temerity to imply that tobacco involved in pre-ticket sales was Taylor Swift's fault. And may I suggest respectfully that Ticketmaster ought to look in the mirror and say, I'm the problem, it's me. Sci-fi fantasy Everything Everywhere All at Once leads the nominations for this year's Oscars with 11. The shortlist also includes Best Picture nods for the Top Gun and Avatar sequels. Bill Nye and Normal People's Paul Mezcal are up for Best Actor, along with Colin Farrell, who says he's beyond honoured to scoop his first nomination for his role in The Banshees of Inishirin. The film bag nine in total, including this one. Here are the 10 nominees for Best Motion Picture of the Year. The Banshees of Inisherin, Graham Broadbent, Pete Chernin, and Martin McDonough, producers. But it was some of the more unconventional films that stole the show, and host Riz Ahmed seemed to love it. I'm now the nominees for Best Animated Short Film. My Year of Dicks, and <laughs> an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. 
spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.